You're listening to The BizCast on the C-Suite Network. Welcome to The BizCast. You work hard in your business and you want to know what it takes to get to the next level. The BizCast is where we interview best-selling business authors, thought leaders, and C-Suite executives to bring you an inside look at what it takes to succeed in business today. Whether you're the leader of a Fortune 100 company or your company is just taking off, what you're about to hear will help you take your business to the next level. I'm your host, Kevin Crane. Welcome to the show. It's my pleasure to welcome Mindy Gibbons-Klein to the show. Mindy is a speaker and consultant focused on business owners and subject matter experts who need to build their credibility. Her mission is to discover and expose real thought leaders and show them how to position themselves as true authorities in their field. She coaches and mentors executives, business owners, and top talent to build a thought leadership platform that builds their profile and that of their organization. Her previous book was 24 Karat Bold, and she's with us today to talk about her new book, The Thoughtful Leader, How to Use Your Head and Your Heart to Inspire Others. Mindy Gibbons-Klein, welcome to the show. We hear a lot about thought leadership these days, but what is the difference between thought leadership and thoughtful leadership? Well, thoughtful leadership is a form of thought leadership, in fact, uh, you know, it's interesting. A lot of people use the term thought leadership without thinking too much about it and sometimes without understanding what it is. It sounds crazy, Kevin, but, you know, I don't like people using words that they don't understand and especially when it makes them look stupid. So thoughtful leadership is a type of thought leadership. It's like thought leadership 2.0. <laughs> and, um, you know, it's, it's something that has had the right amount of thought put into it, if that makes sense. Okay, when I think of a a thought leader, I think of someone who is kind of an expert in their field and re- regarded as someone who's a go-to resource for, you know, re- answers or expertise in a certain thing and that could mm-hmm. be a leader. But but you're talking about something different. What do you mean by a thoughtful leader? Yeah, I'm talking about the content and the quality of the content. So you're absolutely right that thought leadership has become kind of synonymous with expertise or being an expert or go-to person. No problem. The only issue is that uh, a lot of people throw the term around. A lot of people call themselves thought leaders, which just amazes me how you could do that. And they don't actually have that much substance. I know that sounds really mean, but that's what we're talking about here. You know, you can't just say, I've written some thought leadership material, which someone said to me last week. Oh, yeah. He said, we do thought leadership in our company. First of all, you can't do thought leadership. Secondly, who's judging whether it really is unique, original, special, dynamic, disruptive, exciting content? And, you know, that's subjective. So this whole thing is subjective. All I'm saying is that if we don't put some rigor into the process process, as you guys say, then, you know, it's debatable whether your material will be regarded as thought leadership. And for goodness sakes, don't call yourself one. Do you believe it's time for leaders to think more deeply and more effectively? I think it is time. I think we are all victims of a um, a very kind of snappy, fast-paced, busy society. We know that. It's uh, what I called in my other book, 24 Karat Bold, I called it a channel-hopping society. If you don't like something that you're seeing or hearing, you know, or a video, or you, you go click, 
click, click, click, and, and people are just spending uh, a lot of time clicking and not so much time going into depth. So we're, we're lacking depth, and that's kind of the society that we're in, like the soundbite society, which is fine. Everybody's busy. But where do you get the actual quality, the time to think about things and to think deeply? And that's really what's required to come up with thought-leading ideas, with, with groundbreaking ideas. If, if, you know, if true change is needed, it's not a soundbite that's going to fix it. Do you know what I mean? Our guest today is Mindy Gibbons-Klein. Her book is The Thoughtful Leader, How to Use Your Head and Your Heart to Inspire Others. Get your copy at the C-Suite Book Club at c-suitebookclub.com. It's time for a short break, but when we get back, we'll talk some more. Over 3.2 million new book titles are published every year. What are you doing to help your book rise to the top? Submit your book to become part of the C-Suite Book Club, the premier source of leading business books for C-Suite leaders, executives, and celebrities. Visit csuitebookclub.com slash author to submit your book today. That's c-suitebookclub.com slash author. You're listening to The BizCast with Kevin Crane on C-Suite Radio. Welcome back. We're with Mindy Gibbons-Klein, and we're talking about her book, The Thoughtful Leader, and Mindy, I want to ask you about the subtitle, How to Use Your Head and Your Heart to Inspire Others. How do I do it? What's the first thing that I should do to, to put my head and my heart into my leadership? Well, you've just answered the question. I don't know if you heard yourself there, Kevin, but you, um, you put the emphasis on the word and the second time. And, and that's um, a very important word. It's a bridging word. I don't want to get too deep here, but um, many times people think, right, you know, get into my heart and then they forget about their head or they're in their head and they forget about their heart. It's, it's really how to be aware of both. And the, the, the word thoughtful was actually the catalyst. So when I published 24 Karat Bold, I asked Seth Godin, a well-known uh, thought leader, to look at the book. And I didn't think he'd say yes. And I didn't think he'd agree to write a testimonial, but he did. And he said, the first thoughtful book I've seen on how to become a thought leader. And it didn't occur to me until years later that actually, yes, it's about thoughtful. It's about being thoughtful. And English is one of the only languages that has two meanings for that word. So when I began to ponder this, um, as I tend to do, I began to think about both meanings of the word thoughtful. And one is well, they, they both mean consider and, you know, comes from the Latin. But the first one is considering things with your head. You know, like when you consider a problem from all angles and that's important to be thoughtful about something to, you know, a thoughtful answer means you put thought into it. So, yes, I meant that. But I didn't just mean that because to, to consider, like to consider others as in being considerate that is also important. And that shows that you've put thought into the person. And so for leaders who are writing, publishing, and speaking, which are the only ways to become a thought leader, by the way, uh, for them to actually consider the ideas and the people who are going to receive those ideas, to be doing both puts you on such a plane. It, it creates a space where very few people are playing because they don't understand it or they're not willing to do it. They don't know how 
they don't even know that it's a possibility. So I find it a really, really exciting place to be right now. The clients that I'm working with are just miles ahead of the general public or even leaders or even people who call themselves thought leaders. There's, there's something going on where people are learning to bridge the, the consideration of an idea and the consideration of people at the same time. And, and that's where we play. And, and so it's, it's totally different from just using your head or just using your heart. It's both. I want to ask you about the thought bites sprinkled throughout your book. What are those thought bites and how can we use them? Well, the thought bites are, um, <laughs> that, that's a way that I've chosen to pander to our, our, uh, click society, our channel hopping soundbite society. I know people like that. And, and despite what I say, people will still want what I call distilled wisdom. People want someone to distill things for them. That's why Twitter is so popular. That's why we like texting. It's like, can I get an idea across in 140 characters? Uh, so I thought, okay, let me play that game as well. And it's also a challenge. And I, I think it, you know, to put together a powerful sound bite or tweet or thought bite in my case, it requires some thought. Can you get the whole concept, the whole, the essence of that idea into very few characters? I think we've achieved it. How can you use it? Well, we've made them tweetable. So it's really great. Sometimes I look on our Twitter streams and I see people ha having just taken the thing and copied it. Why not? I've given it to them. So if they don't want to have, think about, oh gosh, I enjoyed that section and, and maybe I'll tweet about it. We've given them a ready-made tweet where <laughs> you can also use it in a newsletter or, you know, Facebook or whatever. And you can use it as a reminder of the concept. One of the chapters in your book is called Positive Intention Leads to Positive Impact. I like that. What do you mean by that? So a lot of people are judging themselves and others on results. And that's great. And that's just part of Western society. So if you think about, yeah, I don't know, New Year's resolutions or whenever you do a new set of goals, if you think about when you're assessing your own success, shall we say, you, you look at the end result. It's true. That's what we do. I'm sure that's what you do, Kevin. That's what I do. Um, listeners, right now are thinking, yeah, I, you know, I say, I set goals and then I look, do I achieve those goals? And, you know, you check them off a list. That's all really great. What is often not valued enough is the intention because I've learned that there are certain things that we can't control. Ooh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just, just figuring I, that out. <laughs> <laughs> just, just accepting that your intention is a really important start. So, for example, I have an intention to give millions and millions of dollars to charity. It appears on all my goal lists. I, I get involved in charities. I'm, you know, an, a, a volunteer for several charities. And I also have an intention to give millions. And, you know, I'm on my way. So at the end of my life, if I've only given you know, $800,000. Am I a failure because I didn't hit the target, the number? I, I mean, I, I'll answer that myself and say, I don't think so. 
And you say that a thoughtful leader takes risks thoughtfully. How do I do that? We we've been very goal focused, very driven, very this you know alpha male and alpha females, um, as opposed to understanding flow and appreciating that you know things kind of you know come and go, ebb and flow. And so when you take a risk, it's you know many times we take risks like a like a pendulum. And people are all or nothing. You know, some people are you know, take crazy risks. So there's a balance. There's a kind of equilibrium that you want to look for. The thoughtful leader learns to assess a situation, a decision, uh, a moment, an action, and certainly their words carefully, but quickly as well. So it's again, it's a practice. A lot of these skills are important for the way we lead today they're, they're more important than ever because you know we've we've just come through a few recessions we've just well i don't know if you'd say we're through them you know the leaders of today have an incredible number of challenges you know probably more than ever before so they really do not want to repeat the mistakes of the past sometimes they're dealing with smaller budgets and more stress and that's a fact apparently so how can you take the kind of risks you need because if you if you sit back and do nothing and you're afraid to take any risks then you really are going to go backwards i think we know this but how can you uh, take what some people call calculated risks um i would just call it a considered risk or a thoughtful risk and make a decision and to understand how you make those decisions that's all it's it's um again putting thought into things a little bit more thought and a little bit of better quality thought that's mindy gibbons klein her book is the thoughtful leader how to use your head and your heart to inspire others get it at the c suite book club at c-suitebookclub.com mindy thanks a lot for being my guest today it's been my pleasure thank you kevin that'll do it for this episode of the bizcast Join me next time when we continue to talk to business authors, thought leaders, and C-suite executives to bring you an inside look at what it takes to succeed in business today. Don't forget to visit the C-suite book club at c-suitebookclub.com. Great books by great business authors, only the best at the C-suite book club. And if you like what we do here at the Bizcast, don't be shy. Give us a shout out on social media or leave a review on iTunes. Meanwhile, until next time, I'm your host, Kevin Crane, for the C-Suite Network. Thanks for listening. Brought to you by the C-Suite Network, c-suitenetwork.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.